Hello and welcome to Motorsport Week's The Support Series, the show where we talk about what is happening on the racetrack in the top junior single-seater series before any of the drivers make the leap up the ladder to Formula 1. Tom Cangell host with Hannibal Thurk and LA Wilshaw. We review the first round of the 2021 W Series at the Red Bull Ring. Alice Powell kickstarted her campaign as she had ended the last by leading from pole to flag. It was a below-par performance for the reigning champion Jamie Chadwick, but a late safety car had helped to recover to pick up some points. Sarah Moore had a weekend to remember as she achieved her first podium in the championship. Hello LA, hello Hannah, how are we? The W Series has finally completed its first race since 2019 and where she has left off from Brands Hatch, it was Alice Powell who won from pole position to the flag. Hannah, how did you find the first weekend of W Series for this season? I thought it was a really great weekend, highlighted the fact that I think the W Grid is as probably better turning drivers and a few new faces. We had some a very, very tight qualifying session. The fact that the top 10 were separated by, I think it was less than half a second in the end. So incredibly competitive. And then the race, obviously, lots of on-track action within a relatively short space of time. So it's, I think it bodes well for the rest of the season going forward. Mm-hmm. LA, you've seen the race at the weekend and there was... It was fairly straightforward, but when the safety car came out because of Marta Garcia stop, stopping out on circuit, that was when it brought the race into life, didn't it, in the final few laps? Um, yes, it did, yes. I'm I'm quite I'm a new follower, I'm a new fan to W series, um, which you know is is quite good because there are a heck of a lot of new fans that are you know jo- joining in now with this and following it, um, possibly because obviously it's a support series for Formula One now, and obviously for other reasons too. So um yeah, I mean I'm but obviously you know I'm a, a massive motorsport follower of F1 and F2. So I thought the race was um was was great anyway i mean i actually thought there were quite a few decent slipstreams and overtakes even before the safety car you know there was quite a bit of shuffling around and obviously you know the incident between um jamie chadwick and jess hawkins you know sort of uh, make i'm watching jamie making her way back back up but as soon as that safety car went back in then um, there was a massive shuffle wasn't there um between positions and um you know a couple of the girls hitting each other there and uh, having some damage and of course jamie taking full advantage of that situation which uh, as british fans as british followers we are we're all very keen you know to see that happen and th- there was a bit going on there in the final few laps. I mean, we saw Jamie Chadwick gaining places. I mean, she was at 16 following her collision with um, Jess Hawkins and Hannah. And I think I have to say with the penalty that Hawkins got afterwards, she did finish fifth on the road, but dropped way down to 16. I don't think you can say that it was an unfair penalty because I thought that was coming. Yeah, I would say it's it's hard given, obviously, the, it being a drive-through penalty and then converted to a 30-second time penalty. I still don't really get why it wasn't investigated during the race and was investigated afterwards. But I would say it was fair, considering the fact that Jess was able to keep going, I think, a couple of ups, three minutes later or something like that. She passed Mars Garcia to take seventh, whereas Jamie, her, play, her race was pretty much written off by that point. And if I was Jamie, when I saw that safety car, I'd have been counting my blessings because it gave her the opportunity to dive through the field. And then we obviously saw with those last few laps, people like Betsy Visser 
spinning after contact with Emma Kimmelainen and then Betsy's race being ruined and then Abby Eaton unfortunately getting spun out of a points position I think it was a very very tight final like kind of couple of laps of the race and that ending for Jamie you've got to think is it's points for her if she'd have finished 16th I'd have said it had been a mountain to climb through the rest of the championship campaign given how tight it is but a sixth phase sixth place finish after starting eighth due to turbo issues and qualifying and going down to 16th you have to admit is a solid haul of points and for Hawkins it'll be disappointing to obviously have that penalty and drop out but it kind of is what it is in racing if you have an incident like that you're going to get penalised more often than not so I think she'll have she'll be annoyed about it but she'll come back this weekend knowing that she has the pace of the Red Bull ring and be able to build on it mm-hmm. Ellie who impressed you the most over the course of the weekend because um, obviously Alice Powell was splendid from start to finish as was Sarah Moore I mean both of which started on the front row and Fabian Folfen bagging her second podium in the series um, as well and I think there was some neat driving going on throughout the field actually and goes to Rodessa actually she started at the back from I think it was, she was 18th and then she came home in ninth, getting a couple of points there was definitely some good racecraft out there Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think who stood out to me, obviously, the first person you said was Alice Powell, you know, because she was fastest in practice and she got P1 in qualifying um, and she won that race uh, outright in her own right. You know, she kept ahead of those girls despite the slipstreams at the very beginning. She managed to get clear. And even after the safety car, you know, went back in, obviously there's a risk of anything happening post post safety car, including more slipstream overtakes. So she kept everybody at bay she dominated the entire weekend and as far as I understand it she got the fastest lap as well so you can't you can't take that away from her especially at uh, you know at Styria at Austria because it is a very tricky racing track and these girls have not raced there you know in in the previous series obviously I'm not saying that some of them have never raced there ever before in their lives um you know you're 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 the main guy that can fill us in on on what girls might have raced there in what other series but as far as you know last season they weren't there this is a new track for these girls in these cars you know in these type of cars and so incredibly impressive and of course Sarah Moore yeah you know another another Brit girl up there um and and Fabienne you know absolutely fabulous weekend she maximized um all of everything that was going on around her didn't she and and came what came pretty much out of nowhere really um you know I mean I know that she what was it she qualified in ninth didn't she um yeah. I think she was a sixth in practice so uh she, she had a wonderful weekend you know and she's just she snuck under the radar there a little bit just to deserve that um third place in the end yeah so you were right Fabian following did start ninth on the grid to finishing third place and you know the safety car restart saw pretty much a race of attrition towards the end there was obviously the collision between Abby Eaton and Vicky Perea and Emma Kamalina damaged her front wing after tangling with someone I think it was down at turn four and Hannah you know we saw eventually that front wing as a whole flying off that car and that could have really have easily hit someone on the head and why the black and orange flying wasn't way to her I do not know, but we can't necessarily blame Kim Alina for it because she can't see where her front wing is at. Absolutely. I think Emma in that situation was maybe as unaware as a lot of people were. You could see it kind of wobbling. I didn't initially think it was as bad as it was until a couple of laps later. I, I was pretty horrified to see the black and orange flag not be waved because I think Formula One, they maybe would have waved it. I don't really know why they didn't, whether they thought, oh, it's only a couple of laps towards the end it'll hold 
But I think it's probably, given how far it flew, I think a lot of people were horrified when they saw it live on TV. I think it's maybe given them a bit of notice going forward into the next round and the rest of the championship. Because if a similar incident happens, they have to black and orange flag them. I mean, you can't have that kind of situation go on. Just make, even with the halos on the car and things like that, just the risk it poses to the driver's safety on track. And I think, yeah, it was a strange one. I think, obviously, Emma has a um, difficult one because obviously Betsy spun and then was out of kind of podium contention. But for the both of them, I think it just ultimately ruined their race. But how Emma was able to keep up with a lot of the cars around them, just around her, despite the damage, absolutely baffled me. It proves that she certainly got pace and confidence in that car, even with the damage. But I think definitely should have been black and orange flag and it shouldn't have been a discussion. It should have been immediately. LA, you saw the front wing flying off on um, Kimmelainen's uh, car. And um, what was your first thoughts when you saw it? Because I wasn't too impressed, the fact that the stewards decided to just allow it to go as it did. Um, yeah, um, obviously it came from her, it seemed, well, it seemed to me like she had hit um, Visser anyway after the safety car had come in, um, uh, you know, because you saw Visser spin and that was on the back of Camille um of hitting her. And um, so obviously that's what dislodged that front wing. And for that to be noted, I, I, I would very much like to just sort of watch that back and I'll, I'll catch the highlights just to watch it, just so I feel like I've, I'm a bit more informed about it and see if I could I could see it wobbling around as Hannah's just said because if it's very obvious that it was wobbling around then the team absolutely they shouldn't even need an instruction from the stewards you know it, they should immediately have pulled that car in and she should have felt that I mean the, the commentator spoke about the vibrating once the front wing had come off but she must have felt that vibrating before that came off you know and, and even as a, a driver I do feel that that the responsibility lies with you first primarily before team before stewards before anybody else you are the driver you're behind that car you know how that car's performing once you've had an incident you should be the judge of of what's going on you know with you behind that wheel and it was incredibly dangerous, you know, regardless of the halos, where that landed, another car could have easily have gone over that and flipped and gone up. And it's all ifs and buts. It didn't happen, you know, obviously. Maybe that's why nothing came of it because no major incident happened after it. But I, I didn't like it. I wasn't comfortable with it. I definitely need to watch that back, you know, um, just to kind of see exactly what happened because, you know, they, the stewards seemed to be quite, um, what, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, consistent throughout that weekend for the other races that, that were going on, uh, you know, and there were track limits and they were penalizing people for track limits, you know, even in the other, in the, in the Formula One. So they seem to be consistent across the board, except for this particular incident, you know, over the, the front wing there. Um, so I'm not quite sure what happened there and, and why, nothing came of it you know when further back you know obviously there there are other drivers being penalized for hitting you know another driver we've just talked about um you know the the chadwick um incident and um jess hawkins getting her post-race penalty so why that team wasn't given a post-race penalty or i don't know i'm not sure not 100 mm -hmm. percent 
And um, going on the race result then of the first round of the W Series for 2021, Alice Powell was your race winner, winning by less than a second over Sarah Moore in second place. And it's Fabian Falfend from Liechtenstein in third. There's Belen Garcia coming in in a brilliant fourth place. She did run wide in one point in the race. She was in third up until her off, but she did recover well to fourth position. Miki Koyama, a brilliant fifth for her. Then it's Jamie Chadwick in sixth after that collision with um, Jess Hawkins that sort of having to fight her way back through the field. The safety of the car came to her, res- uh, to her rescue and then she was able to get back up to P6. Nerea Marty was seventh ahead of Ira Sidakova from Russia. Then it's Gozi Redest in ninth and Isla Agron from Norway in 10th place. Bruna Tomaselli was 11th followed by Bites Kavitsa. Emma Kalina was 13th. Sabre Cook, 14th. Abby Eaton, 15th. Jess Hawkins, her time penalty had dropped her from 5th to 16th. Vicky Perea was classified in 17th, even though she crashed out towards the end after her coming together with Abby Eaton. Marty Garcia was the only driver not classified as she stopped out on circuit. That did cause the safety card to come out. So it's pretty much, you know, first blood to Alice Powell, but the drivers have another race coming up, Hannah. And I really expect to be seeing something different. There is questions over the weather forecast for the weekend I would say it's going to be another dry race yeah unfortunately I think despite a lot of maybe fans hopes that we'll have a wet race I think the likelihood is we've seen the predictions of storms and not come through I think it'll probably be a similar race if it does turn out to be a wet race I think the advantage has to go to the returning drivers people like for example Alice Palancer and more I think will be right up the front if we do have a wet race considering their knowledge of the car already I think maybe going into this weekend, if it is the dry conditions, as Paul has obviously drawn first blood, but I think she's shown a lot of confidence in herself and you can see that reflected in her race style this year. And I think you've got to probably predict that she'll be up there at the front. I think Jamie Chadwick was unfortunate, obviously having that turbulence in qualifying. So I would expect her to be right up the front along with Sarah Moore. I think Emma line was fifth in qualifying at the instant late in the race but I would expect her to be as fast as she usually is and I think it's definitely going to be keep an eye on those rookie drivers because I think people like Arena Sudakova finished eighth overall in her first race in the championship and I was very impressed she's obviously the youngest driver on the grid and I think overall their kind of confidence will be growing especially given it is the same track their confidence into that weekend will be growing massively and also people like Abby Eaton as well because she was I think a little bit unlucky in qualifying, obviously then unfortunate in the race to get spun around out of the points, but I would definitely count her to be qualifying in the top 10. So I'm excited to see it. I think there'll be maybe a lot more kind of on-track battles, probably maybe people being slightly less cautious into turn one. I think no one wants to get spun out lap one, turn one, and maybe some of them played it on the cautious side, but I feel this time around they'll be a lot more willing to take risks and especially having that knowledge of the car, but it is so difficult for them. I think people maybe underestimate how difficult it's going to be for the drivers this year, given that they have one 30 minute practice session, one qualifying, one race. So they'll take what they've learned last week. They'll be hoping for a dry race to obviously have similar conditions, but they're still going to be going into probably a lot of the season relatively unaware of what the car can maybe do and the potential there. So it'll be interesting to see who can capitalize on LA. You know, it's one round done, you know, there's seven more races to come, but they're doing another race at the Red Bull Ring. I really expect to see, you know, the drivers behaving more on the circuit, you know, providing there's no collisions and stuff. Or is it going to see, sort of be, you know, drivers going to be a little bit more aggressive to try and get, you know, up a few positions in the race? 
Uh, no, I totally agree with Hannah. Um, I think that they're really going to sort of go for go for this. You know, they they've learned that track now over this weekend, and if the weather stays the same or similar, the cars are going to be handling pretty much, you know, in a similar vein. Um, but you know, obviously, it it could be a different race depending on how they qualify. You know, if, if the the qualifying session might be an absolute different story. You know, you never know, including at the time that that they do the qualifying session when the track would be slightly different uh, to to when they you know to last weekend um we don't know what the weather's going to do even in the week preceding the race last week and then the week preceding the race this week what's the weather doing what's happening to that track plus post f1 race as well you know so you've also got that that's as a consideration for even that initial qualifying session but of course that's what the practice sessions are for anyway the practice sessions are are there just to just to test that you know and test the circuit and test the car Um, but um, I think the girls are actually going to go for it. You know, they, they're sort of, we do have the new ones uh, in there, the, the new rookies and the new girls, and especially that, that young, youthful 17-year-old. What a, what a wonderful surprise, you know, she is. Um, but I would love to see some of the girls get their elbows out a little bit you know I mean we 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 I'm not a, a W Series driver by any means but you know us girls are, are equally as good and muscly as those men and this is what the W Series is is now showing and trying to um, sh- showcase to the world that these girls are very much worthy of uh, other series seats in other series and certainly F1 seats as well. So, you know, come on girls, get your elbows out, you know, cause this is what you're going to have to do with the big boys. If you get up there. Mm-hmm. I would perfectly agree with you. And they've got another race in the rebel ring and then Silverstone, Budapest, Spa, Zandvoort, Austin and Mexico city should uh, Mexico city go ahead uh, for the Formula 1 Grand Prix weekend. Um, that is where they'll be finishing their campaign. Looking at the driver's standings, I know it's one round, but we'll go through it anyway. 25 points for Alice Powell in the lead. It's Sarah Moore in second with 18. Fabian Fulfand in third with 15. Belen Garcia has 12. Mickey Koyama has 10. Jamie Chadwick in sixth has eight. Nero Marti has six. Iris Sidikov has four. Gary Zerides has two. Ayla Egren has one. Rina Tomaselli, Baitskovitsa, Emma Kinalainen, Sabre Cook, Abby Eaton, Jess Hawkins, Vicky Perea, and Marta Garcia have yet to score a point so far. So it's the same scoring system as real-life Formula 1. There's no point for the fastest up or for proposition. It's um, it's just the top 10 uh, finishers in that. So, you know, we've been round two this weekend. I mean, these races are going to be coming thick and fast, um, Hannah, considering how long it's been um, since the girls had raced. And I think it's just going to come down to, you know, who's ready for it and who's not. Yeah, I would certainly agree to something extent that it is going to be the driver that probably adapts the car the quickest obviously they had the pre-season test in Anglesey uh, earlier this year and kind of some of the drivers will have knowledge from 2019 also some of them haven't raced in 12 months some haven't raced in in a while you've got people like for example like, who've raced in and got a post and maybe sharpen his skills more to be able to translate that into W Series, I think. It'll be a test for a lot of them, obviously, given how short the season is, obviously longer than the 2019 series. They can't really afford to have a bad weekend. Maybe Formula 1, you can to some degree afford it, the longer season, but we've seen you have one bad race and it will write your title campaign off it. They're going to be going into the weekend with some confidence, I think, that they have an opportunity again to show their pace, especially people like um, Nuri Marti. She made up the most places of anyone on the grid 
She qualified 16th, ended up finishing 7th after Jess Hawkins' penalty. She's shown that, okay, a qualifying pace might not be there at the moment, but as in the end, points aren't awarded on the Saturday. They're awarded on the Sunday. You could be the best qualifier in the world, but if you can't convert it to points, there's no kind of benefit to it. And so I would say for a lot of drivers like her and for a lot of the other women on the grid, they are going to be thinking, right, what can I do to maximise the potential out of the car? What can I do to maybe give myself that extra edge? And capitalising on that 30 minute practice, I think they'll all be hoping there's no technical issues or things like that. The he that process for them because learning experience for I think especially the first half of the season and then heading obviously to Silverstone next. It'll be an interesting to see the championship battle progress and maybe how the rookie drivers come into play because. I would say at the moment, given the talent on the grid, Alice Powell is amazing and I think she thoroughly deserves to lead the championship. You can't count anyone out of that grid at the moment because it's just so competitive. So it'll be interesting to see who's fighting up the front this time. Yeah, and um, LA, one thing we've noticed during the week before the race weekend was um, the teams, or so-called teams, being confirmed for a lot of the drivers with um, Jamie Chagrit in the Falocce squad. So just run through which drivers are in which team, just to clarify for those who are new to the W Series. So there's the Puma W Series team with Gozi Rodes and Marta Garcia. We've got Bunker Racing, um, Fabian Falfend and Sabre Cook. Akuri being uh, Abby, Emma Kamalainen and Abby Eaton. Siren Racing have Fiki Puria and Miki Koyama. Forbes Motorsport, Isla Agron and Baitska Vitsa. Racing X is Jess Hawkins and Alice Powell. Scuderia have Belen Garcia and Sarah Moore. The W Series Academy, Norea Marti and Iris Lukova. And Veloce Racing have Jamie Chadwick and Bruna Tomaselli. I mean, the only reason why I think they can bring these so-called teams in is just so that it's easy to identify who is in which car. LA, I don't know if you've noticed that at the weekend. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, the teams are uh, new for this season. Uh, that didn't exist in the um, in the very first season for the W Series, um, and of course, that's an exciting. For this season, it doesn't really mean anything important. Um, it just literally means that the girls are getting into more of a, a two driver per team frame of mind, and that then team it's becoming more recognisable as a support series for Formula One because obviously. For Formula One is, is supported by two drivers in one team. Um, but obviously next season, that's going to make an absolute huge difference. And that's going to invite all kinds of investors and money and financial support um, for, for, the, for, this, for this series and for these girls, which is vital um, to keep this series alive. And it's vital to these girls' careers. And it's, and it's even more important for girls that are coming along. Uh, this is a dream come true for W Series to happen this quickly. You know, I, I recall last season, they were going to be a support series for, I think it was two of the races in the USA and, and at Mexico. Um, but, and so that was already on the cards, but obviously COVID put a stop to that, which was absolute shame. I was absolutely gutted, you know, for the girls that that didn't happen. But this season they've been given all eight races that are a support for Formula One, which is the, the 
best news ever um, for, for all concerned, for even racing fans, you know, to, to have these girls and the enthusiasm coming from countries around the world. You know, if you if you followed that race on uh, YouTube rather than the, the channels, the Channel 4 channels, you could see the comments coming up at the side of, of fans absolutely hungry for, for these girls and for these races, which was amazing. So yes, next, next season is going to be absolutely vital and very important. Um, and it's also going to prepare the girls incredibly well uh, psychologically, you know, to, to put them into, um, I know the, we all know the cars are the same, but to put them in separate teams, uh, you know, to prepare them for their future in motor racing. Um, but just on, on the back of what um, Hannah just said um, there about, um, it was uh, Nurea Marti, Marti that was, um, was qualified in 16th and then she finished up in uh, P7 uh, by the time it was shuffled at the end. But also, you know, don't discount the, the Japanese driver of Miki Kriana who qualified in 13th and she finished in P5, which is all, you know, also incredible. We all know Japanese drivers are very, very good for motor racing sport. Um, and as, as much as Yuki Sonoda has been incredible for our Formula two and formula one uh, we have this young woman that looks like an absolute diamond and a blessing for the sport so we'll go to some predictions for this weekend girls for this round of uh, formula two round two of the format of uh, the uh, w series i should say hannah your pole sitter and your top three please in terms of pole sitter I think oh, I'm going to have to play it safe and maybe say Alice Powell. I think she just had incredible pace throughout the whole of last weekend. And I think she'll obviously be buoyed up with a lot of confidence. So I feel like she'll probably be a front runner. And in terms of race winner, I'm going to go Belen Garcia because I think she was definitely on Sarah Moore's tail, fighting for, those, fighting for the podium position, fighting to get up to second. And I think had she not, gone wide during the early part of the race she maybe could have put the pressure on with Sarah and on Alice Powell a bit more so it'll be interesting to see her and I think of all of them I would say definitely one to keep an eye on obviously finished fourth last weekend so I would say keep an eye on her for the victory okay and LA your pole sitter and Ivy your race winner all top three yeah I'm gonna go with Hannah I think on the back of that whole weekend um Alice is going to feel quite confident um, in her car and in her own ability and um, she's going to be a little bit more I'm not going to say relaxed by any means but um, you know she knows what to do she knows how to do it so I'm going to go with Alice for, for pole um, and I, I you know I kind of feel like um, Sarah Moore we can't discredit her from from the weekend that she had because you know obviously she was fa fa fastest uh, sorry apologize third fastest in practice and she qualified in second and also finished in second so yeah let's let's put her in the mix um, and you know also we did have um, Garcia um, the the young Spanish lady there that qualified in third so she's quite handy, isn't she? So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to sound like I'm being too predictable there because of what happened last weekend. But, you know, Garcia finished fourth just, you know, she could have finished third. So, yeah, let's let's go for that. So my prediction would be for Bell and Garcia to get pole. Race winner, I'm going to go with Alice Powell, Bell and Garcia second and Jamie Chadwick to get a podium. 
she really does need to bounce back after a disappointing uh, first round, really. More crucially, she would still be losing ground to Alice Powell, but I think Jamie Chadwick on home turf next time out after Austria, um, I'm sure she can fight back. Tom, though, I do think that we need to, you need to set up some kind of little prize thing here, you know, for, for whoever actually um, predicts the right results. So I think you need to set up a prize for us. Yeah, well, do you know what? I, I, I was thinking about that um, and then just, you know, it just seems to have bypassed me for some reason. But I wouldn't mind putting together some form of prize uh, for the person who gets the most predictions right over the course of the season. So I'll bear that in mind. Thank you for um, touching on that. We'll leave it there, girls, because we're going to end the show there. Thank you to everyone to listening to today's show for the W Series. Next week, we'll look back on the second round of the season at the Red Bull Ring. From Hannah, LA and Oliver's at Motorsport Week, enjoy the racing this weekend and it's goodbye.